Hey everyone, it's Simon here, and on behalf of Maria and I, I want to thank you for checking out our podcast, and I want to encourage you to check out our website. On there we have all of our upcoming events, in-person services, gatherings all over the place, and if you're looking for a church in the MacArthur region, check it out. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, it's all there. We'd love to get to know you. Let's get to the podcast. Last year, when we started our first online services, we shared on our values. Now, these are four core values that Simon and I laid out as foundations and boundary lines as the new church plant that we have started. And in the next number of in-person services and online, we wanted to revisit this for a number of reasons. We know we never got to share them in person. We ended up going into a deep lockdown for five months. Remember that. Um, But also a lot has changed in the last 14 months. We've got so many new people that have joined us and dynamics and context change as we continue to grow as a church. But even though we grow, we want to keep what we value at the forefront. And we also want to share, reshare these values because although the church belongs to Jesus and has foundational beliefs that will never change, many local churches carry with them a unique DNA and it's in their DNA where we find their culture and what they value. It's when the big church becomes the local church. And we are a local church. We are a faith community within a community. We exist in a local context. And different local churches value different things. Some put emphasis on, you know, large events. Some do small groups. Some, you know, love doing um, doing worship experiences or having guest preachers. And, you know, we aren't necessarily going to talk about core beliefs or doctrines here. Although you will find many core doctrines within our values, but we're focusing on answering some questions over these next few weeks. And they are, how do we do things around here? What do we hold in high regard? Last week at our in-person service, we started with the first value. And that is this. At Everyone Church, we follow Jesus. We follow Jesus. We pursue him, his will, his word, his glory. Everyone church is and always will be all about Jesus and our pursuit of him. Amen. And if we want to bring Jesus to everyone, everywhere, it must start with me and with you. It starts with us knowing him, with walking with him, loving him. You know, we're not following personalities or trends we follow Jesus. He said in John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Do you know Jesus and does Jesus know you? And today I want to take a deep dive into this value and focusing on following his word by reading from the gospel of John. Now, to provide some context, in chapter 6, which is where we're reading from, Jesus performs the miracle of multiplying five loaves and two fishes, enough to feed 5,000 men, and that didn't count all the women and children that were present that day. He then does another miracle of walking on water out to the disciples in a boat. Just after he does those two miracles, the next day, the crowds followed him, and they said, 
perform another miracle for us so that we can believe in you. Now, <laughs> they must have really short attention spans because if I had just seen that amount of food suddenly appear out of nowhere, plus a man walking on water and not sinking, I would be listening, I would be zipping my mouth and not asking another thing of Jesus. But they asked him to provide another miraculous sign and they used the example of when their ancestors were given bread from heaven um, to eat while they were in the wilderness. And Jesus uses that opportunity to teach them that he is in fact the bread of life that he is the manna, the bread that has come down from heaven. You know, I love that Jesus is relatable. You know, he didn't tell them something new and different to confuse them. He always speaks to us what we can understand and what is known to us. He used the illustration of bread as bread was known to be a staple in the Hebrew diet. It was a vital part of each meal. What is part of your daily meal? You know, dinner time and lunch. Often we like to have a side of Pepsi Max. Um, the kids like to have juice, but you know, bread. <laughs> it was a vital part of each meal. And so Jesus used that as an illustration, but he also linked it right back in to a very important time in their history where God provided for their needs. But the people... They were really, really bothered by what he said, and they wouldn't accept it. You see, following Jesus, it's not always about receiving. It's all about me. Thank you, Lord. I receive. Sometimes walking with Jesus and following him isn't easy. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes he's telling us things in his word that we might not necessarily want to hear. And we have to choose that we are going to keep following him and his words, even if we don't like it, or even if it's hard to hear. So let's read from John 6. We're going to start in verse 66, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation. At this point, many of his disciples turned away and deserted him. Then Jesus turned to the 12 and asked, are you also going to leave? Simon Peter replied, Lord, to whom would we go? You have the words of eternal life. We believe and we know you are the Holy One of God. He has the words that give eternal life. He alone. Are you following his words today? In the Greek uh, original language, the word used for life is the word zoe. So let's bring up the papyrus. First time getting to do that. <laughs> Well, Zoe means a life everlasting, a life for now and eternity that is full. It's genuine, it's active, it's blessed, and it's devoted to God. Jesus said in John 10, 10, the thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. And in the English Standard Version, he said, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Jesus's words give eternal life, an abundant life, a full life. Is that something you want? I want that kind of life. You know, to have that life, we need to follow Jesus and follow his words. 
you have the words of eternal life. Now, what did his disciples mean by that? Because they didn't have the New Testament to read like we do today. Uh, They couldn't just Google or Bible search Jesus's words on an app. They only had him, Jesus, in person. You see, the Gospel of John was written in a way to reveal the eternal identity of Jesus. And it starts off straight away by saying, in the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God and the word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him and nothing was created except through him. Jesus is the word. He does not just speak words of life. He is the word. He is life. All of creation is held together by the words of God when he spoke, let there be light until now. And Jesus came and he embodies the word of God. See, when we are following Jesus, we are following the word of God. It's awesome. And on top of that, Jesus spoke words. You know, he spoke truths. He revealed things to his disciples and he reveals things to us about what he taught and spoke about. Do you know his words? Do you know the words coming from the word? You know, words, they are powerful. Who and what we listen to is very important. What we accept and take on will shape us. James tells us this in in chapter three. He said, we can make a large horse go wherever we want by means of a small bit in its mouth. And a small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go, even though the winds are strong. In the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches. But a tiny spark can set a forest on fire. Our tongues and the words one uses, they are powerful. But so are the words other people use and they're the words that we listen to and that we follow. As many of you know, I am, um, and if this is your first time watching us, I am a mum of two young boys and I am always, always (laughs) saying to them, listen to me, (laughs) you know, don't run out into the car park. Put your jumper on, it's cold, you're gonna get sick, etc. etc. I probably sound like a parrot a lot of the time, but I want them to listen to me because I want the best for them. I want them safe, I want them happy, I want them healthy. And Jesus wants the best for us. He wants the best for you, and He wants you to make it. Hear His voice today. It is saying to you, listen to me. In Proverbs 4:23. It says, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. The words we allow into our heart and our mind allow to, they really, they'll shape us. They'll become our identity. And these words, they're important. So whose words are you listening to today? Are we following Jesus who is the word? You know, it's not just about reading the red text in the Bible. It's not just about Jesus saying some wise words that we go, that's a good one. That's going to make my life a little bit better if I listen to that. No, his word and the word 
It should be a staple of our Christian diet, so to speak, just like the bread was to the Hebrews. You know, Roger, our son, two and a half, almost, yeah, two and a half, he loves bread. Oh my goodness. If he could eat three things, it would be his custard and yogurt, but then he loves bread. Like it either comes in the form of a sandwich or toast, but he loves bread. And for Christians, bread, the words of Jesus, Jesus himself, it's something that we cannot live without. Matthew 4.4 says, no, the scriptures say people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Are we following Jesus daily? Are we spending time with him? Come on, are we listening to his words? And are we living the life that he sacrificed for us? You know, the 12 disciples had to make the decision that they weren't going to leave like everyone else did that day. And they didn't leave because they had come to the revelation and believed that Jesus was and is who he said he is. He is the Holy One of God. He is the Word of God in the flesh. And if we have made the decision to follow Jesus and we believe who he is, then why wouldn't we be following his words? Why wouldn't he be the staple and core part of our day? You know, I know it's easy. We, we can get distracted. Life is busy. Life has so much going on all the time. And as I feel like you get older, the busier life gets. But sometimes I think our worries, our anxiety, maybe the stresses that are going on starts to overshadow Jesus and what he is saying to us. Sometimes those questions of doubt and unbelief start to rise up and they, they really start to, you know, dim the experiences of what we've just seen Jesus do. You know, we look at social media and what's, what's popular in society right now and we let that determine how our lives should be. No, as Christians, as those who have, you know, encountered and experienced him, we've experienced the word of God himself. We need to follow Jesus. We need to make the decision that we aren't going to leave him no matter how hard it gets, that we will keep following him. We believe in him. We know he's the word of God and also that he has the words that give eternal life. You know, without him... I know that we would, you know, would be nothing. To who and to where else would we go? He alone has the words of eternal life. And we are following Jesus at Everyone Church because we love him. And we follow him because we know he loves us. Amen. You know, I think about that there is no better way to, you know, build your identity, your security, your confidence your peace, your hope, your joy, than on the words of Jesus alone. Jesus's words give eternal life. They give that Zoe life, the abundant life, not just for heaven, but for now as well. So let's, let's feast on this bread, amen. Let's follow his words. Let's follow Jesus and do not leave because we know who Jesus is. He is the Christ and he is the word of God. Amen. Let me pray. 
Lord, we thank you for your word today. Lord, I pray it would sink deep into our hearts, that we would receive what you want us to hear today. And I pray that we would make a fresh commitment to say we are following you. Lord, we aren't turning away. Lord, we aren't looking to what's popular in society. No, we tune our hearts and our ears and our mind and we hear what you are saying. We thank you that you are the word of God and that you have came and you've made such a difference in our lives. Where would we be without you, Jesus? So I pray, Lord, I pray for everyone that's um, listening to my voice now, right now or, or watching a part of this service. And I pray, Lord, that you would help us to to refocus on you, to refocus and recommit to following you and following your word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us for church today. I hope this service has encouraged you and blessed you. And I pray you have an awesome week, ladies. We'll see you at this afternoon at Connect Group. And for everyone else, I'll catch you next week at our in-person service. See ya. <laughs>